millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the title of our podcast today is The Happy Face Killer, Serial Killer, Keith Hunter Jesperson. Uh, Jesperson uh, killed a bunch of people uh, back no in... Shit. Yeah. And thus, the title Serial Killer. Yes. Uh, back in, uh, I think back in the 80s and 90s. Um, we're going to talk about all of his dastardly deeds. But before we do, I would like to remind everyone that we are a true crime comedy podcast and we use adult language. So if that's not your thing, please check out one of the other many wonderful podcasts out there like Insight. Uh, they don't use foul language and are very. they do a very good job. They um, use foul language when they're PM and me, Timmy. Well, you, but not on the show. Ali oh, and Charlie okay. do a wonderful job, and if you you know if you prefer a um, serious true crime podcast, we would recommend them with wouldn't a you, real accent. Yes, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Rec- <laughs> wouldn't you say we recommend them, Brandy? I would. Yes, yes. Okay. I would recommend them. Okay, so uh, let me introduce our panel. I'm very pleased to introduce the very lovely and talented. Who, by the way, I really like your sweater today. Thank you. Um, it's got an Amish look to it. No, it looks very nice. No, she looks like she's I'm being demure. It, it softens your it's already in edges. It's softening your hard edges. I know. Edges. I don't. I don't I'm, you're not, I'm not even introduced yet. I'm complimenting you, girl. You know what? Somebody here, uh, lady next door, told me. She said your face looks really good today. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> your face always looks good. <laughs> as, very, as to the as opposed, opposed to yesterday, yesterday yeah, when it looked I guess. like you got beat with covered with meth sores, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Go ahead, Timmy. I'm sorry. Okay, the very lovely and talented, the queen of mean, the empress of evil, the mistress of the macabre, Satan's dirty little secret, penis loving or pill popping and penis loving, Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Timmy. How are you today? I'm great. I've had two cups of coffee today. Oh. You turned down. Yeah. You turned down my offer for strawberry shortcake. I did. I'm. I was disappointed. I'm I was sorry. Looking forward to having strawberry shortcake with you. You had it with your staff, so it's okay. I know, but I wanted to have it with you too because I'm going to be leaving tomorrow. You're not gone forever. I'll no, see but you. I won't. I will see you again. He might I, be gone forever. I will not down to Columbia. I yeah. won't be there on your birthday, so I was. Neither you're going, going to be here on your birthdays, are you? I'll be here. Oh, you'll be here. We'll yeah. have a big party. We'll what blow the hell it else out. am I going to do? We'll raise the roof on this oh. bitch. Well, do some blow. Yeah. You're on the planning committee for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Let me let me also introduce the uh, oh, Brady Times Up. <laughs> <laughs> it was short but meaningful. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I'd like to introduce the most dangerous man in podcasting, the moral compass of our podcast, the man who has been 
uh, called an oasis in the desert of despair. Nope. He is. He has a new. He right. has a new title, Brandy. He I is. I know. The, uh, what's his what's listener relations? Listener relations. He is the uh, listener liaison, and um, he's going to make all of our listeners happy, uh, which is something one, apparently one that I cannot at do. A time. One listener at a time. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? That's I'm my one, pen. I'm wonderful, I'm Timmy. Let me, let me tell you what happened last night. Oh, good. Good, because, you know, we, we never hear enough of your stories. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you now. Okay. No, I want to know. I want to know. Hmm? I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> He's almost I, falling out. <laughs> I was walking Rudy, mm-hmm. my dog, the Rudy the Wonder Dog, and uh, this woman just uh, about three weeks ago lost her dog, had to put it down. He was 16 years old, and Rudy's not one to... Uh, you know, take to people much, but you know he walked right over to this lady and just sat down on her feet. Really? Mm-hmm. The the dog's just empathetic like that. He's got That's a he's amazing. got a sixth sense. So he gets that from your wife, not you. My wife's better. I'm glad to say. Oh, good. good. She's no longer <laughs> has the pneumonia. She no nope. I thought she had a consumption over the weekend. She's not coughing. She's not well, calling me glad. names. Well, no, we're she glad is. she's huh. feeling better. Don't but, lie. Yeah. She is calling you names. She's still calling me names. Right. But okay, fine. But she's not coughing when she does She's it. not coughing when she does it. Yeah, because yeah. bef- I couldn't even tell what she was. She'd get all excited and start to yell at me and start hacking. Mm-hmm. And you, I, you just thought she was trying to express her love for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, and you know why? If you're, if you're going to be laying in bed doing nothing... You know, with pneumonia. With the pneumonia, yeah. Colonel time has already been twice. Why can't time. you, you know, if if I because she said I can't sleep, and I said, you know what I do when I can't sleep? And, you know, we normally you, you know, run have out. some romantical relationships. Take a pill. And uh, she was like, "Are you kidding me? I'm coughing." And I was like, "You know, actually, kind of the coughing feels good. You know, because oh you get that. You know, everything. Take, take a pill. That'll put you to sleep." Um, but that's finally what I did. I, I gave up some pudding and I ground up two Advil PMs in them. In her pudding? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, she went to sleep, left me alone. Yeah. Uh, Colonel, how do you feel about your new role as uh, listener liaison? Well, I think it's I, I think it was a wise choice, Timmy. Mm-hmm. I, I think when it comes to pleasing people, yes. um, you know, the customer has, uh, the colonel has vast experience in pleasing customers. I see. And most of our most of our listeners are female, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the colonel has extensive uh, knowledge of how to please a female. You have your way with so, women. Have yeah. a way, your way with women. I do have a certain way with woman women. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say oh, you have a way? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. you do. Have a ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> You've a got a way. way. It's really not the right way. <laughs> but you right have way. a way. Yeah, it's a way though. Um, they did not seem to be very happy with you talking about uh, the PMS, Colonel. Yeah, women are, well, see, women are funny, and, and women that was complaining about that to me, there was women who was in the throes of the PMS. I see. See, that's is how that you what know. It is? So you've got everybody's cycle in your Google calendar. Pretty much. I Do can you? tell. I can mean, you? I can tell, yeah. Are you sure? You want to know when Jim Wicks, give me Jim Wicks, Amber, uh, Callie Jones, people like that. Karen. Karen Barnes, yeah. they're going to, I can tell you. I mean, they're going to they're gonna be a little snippy, a little snarky. He has an innate ability to do that. Mm-hmm. He has yeah. an innate ability to, <laughs> yeah, to so. stick his foot. And, Timmy, I would like to introduce today. Now, you know, we, we 
don't like to be like the other ones. We turn down, you know, ads from the companies all the time. Right. Um, in other podcasts, they run ads, yeah. but we don't do that. No, because um, like Chevrolet. And, that's right. I was just mm-hmm. thinking Ford, Starbucks. Yeah. 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 But I did um, make an exception this week. Um, this show today will be sponsored by Doggy Style. <laughs> what is Doggy Style, Carl? Doggy Style is the finest gro- dog grooming place in South Carolina. Nice. So if your doggy needs a shave and you want it done right, do it Doggy Style. Thank Perfect. you, thank you, Colonel. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a fine, fine uh, uh, store. Yeah, I mean everybody could do those. You know the the mattress commercials, or right. Casper, and yeah. the Harry's razors. And yeah, I get like thirty seconds for my time, and he gets a half. Hour. I got sponsors. Damn it, you have nothing. He doesn't have sponsors. You got nothing. And I'm and I'm pleasing the ladies. Let me. Uh, nope. Let me thank our Patreon sponsors, um, those who support us on Patreon. We're very pleased and very happy um, that you take time and, and your hard-earned money to support us, and we'd like to thank you. Uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash You can give a little, you can give a lot, or, or just a wee tiny bit to me. Absolutely. And we uh, and if you can't, you don't have money, uh, you can't give, that's okay. Just uh, keep listening. That's and go to iTunes want. and give us a good review. That like would be nice. Show. But uh, at, the very, at, the very, at the very least, just keep listening because that's what we really care about. So let me uh, thank all of our uh, sponsors on Patreon. Of course, all, as always, Alicia and Chip, they've been with us for a very long time, as has, has Cindy Lou, uh, Daniel Bassett, Jen Moyer, Tommy Lane in Hawaii, Jason Dykes. Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, our good friend Maggie Glover, Sarah Bloom, uh, of course Amber Croup, who Amber, who's also a mod on our um, Facebook page. Thank you very much, Amber. Joe Hopkins with the Now American History podcast. Rebecca O. Karen Alden. Cheryl. That's Rebecca Omelet. Okay, Cheryl Pierce, our good buddy T.J. Young, uh, Catherine Cockerage Richardson. <laughs> I crack up every time I read it. Fiona Crisp. Uh, we got a couple of new sponsors, guys. Um, very generous donation from Karen Garrett. So, Karen, thank you very Karen, much. Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you. And uh, also Mike Brown with the Pleasing Terrors Downtown podcast. Downtown Mike Brown. Yes, and that's a great podcast, Pleasing Terrors. If you uh, if you if you like podcasts, uh, please check it out. It's available on iTunes. Pleasing Terrors. Thank you very much, uh, Mike, and also our good friend Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois. Uh, Donna Curran, Maja over in Poland, Aaron with an A, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, Diane Student with the History Ghost Bump podcast, Amber Trevino, our good friend Annette Petray, Lise, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, uh, Jahara, of course Dr. Jeff and his lovely wife Don, Andrew Happ, our good friend from Cleveland Karen Barnes, uh, Rachel Flynn, Hollywoodward, uh, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, uh, Lydia Fisher, and her sister Mary Ruth. Did I get it right that time? You did. You Great. got it right thank, this time. Thank you, ladies. Jennifer Rasnick, uh, Tyrone, of course, our longtime listener Phyllis Munson, Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, Mandy Swanson, Heather Poole, of course, Allie and Charlie from the Insight Podcast, uh, Bridget uh, Bernard. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, the uh, Rosanna and her husband Benjamin from They Walk Among Us. Thank you guys. Stacy, 
uh, Chris Hauer and her uh, cat, Jeffrey, the Wonder Cat, Cheryl Weldon, and, of course, Rudy, the Wonder Dog. Thank you all very much. We appreciate it. And did I get Sarah Morgan? If I didn't, I apologize, Sarah Morgan. Um, thank you all very much. We really appreciate it. And before we go any further, let us give a special happy birthday wish to our good friend and longtime listener, Lady Beverly, Colonel. I think you sung Should happy I birthday song yesterday. Did, yeah, you don't have yesterday. to sing again, but today is her birthday, so happy birthday, Beverly. Happy we love you. Birthday. We uh she was one of our original listeners and she's really She's just too good for us, Timmy. Yeah, she I is. Mean, you ever get that feeling that maybe I think she knows. Yes. I think she knows. I, I I think this is her version of slumming. Of perhaps <clears throat> maybe she's you know, she's doing like charity work and things and Well, I think she's like Princess Di kind of kinda out with the commoners. She is an amazing woman and we really appreciate you listening. She's listened I I know for almost at least almost two years, right? Yeah, she's been with us for a long, long time. And we love you, Beverly, and we hope you're having a wonderful birthday. All right, let's talk about serial killer um, Keith Hunter Jesperson, or better known as the Happy Face Killer. Um, Keith Hunter Jesperson. Oh my gosh, you can call him Keith. I, I'm going to yeah. call him Keith okay. all the way through. Is a Canadian born American <laughs> serial killer. See what? I mean, this guy, see, you need, we need to build a wall, Colonel. We do need to build a wall. Fucking Canadians <laughs> coming in here. And that's, see, that's, that's, that's my problem with Trump. Mm hmm. Is that he's so focused on the on the on the southern, southern border on the southern border? What about the western border, Timmy? Yeah. What about the western border? Well, you got Shirley Strap. I think she's up there in Canada. Wait a she might the be western border. The western, yeah, you got some Pacific Hawaii. Ocean. I mean, oh yeah. Well, you need a big wall to keep them out. Yeah, yeah I think we sure. have the Pacific Ocean out there, Colonel. Although Hawaii is actually, I don't know. If All you, you know need this. is it's a, a state. Hmm? It's included. We can take. We yeah, can take why Hawaiians. Why are they a state? Uh, I think we won them in a poker game or something. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a poker game. We drew an inside straight. <laughs> Hawaii, ah, is, Hawaii is beautiful, by the first way. First of all, home of Tommy beautiful. Lane, by the way. Yes, but now think about this. And, and, and we won something in a poker game. Wasn't it Alaska or and no? One of them? I no. think we got Manhattan for some beads. <laughs> we got some Manhattan for some craft jewelry. Or the Louisiana Purchase or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Louisiana Purchase, Thomas Jefferson got drunk and, okay. and well, headed let's, there. He didn't but, like the Civil War. <laughs> but think about this. All the big wars, Timmy, they start over in Europe, right? Well, there's been two of them, yeah. The two biggest? All the big wars. Yeah. The big wars. We need to keep an eye on those people. Why don't we have a big wall on the east? No. It's like you We've people got the talk Atlantic about Ocean. Homeland security and you're talking about building a wall to protect. Talking. It's like if you had a box and saying, I'm only going to protect one side of the box. Now, you got these Canadians. We have two oceans. We have a Pacific okay, Ocean. Okay, fine. Let's just say, and theoretically, those protect us somehow, which I don't believe they do. Theoretically. Yeah. But Are then you got Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bunch of plaid shirt wearing, moose hunting people walking around. I mean, you got those people. Christy Lee, she's oh, from Canada. She and, true and Canadi- I'll tell you what, true Canadian uh, or she's Canadian an Australian true- living in Canada. And her podcast is uh, she's the most worst of both it's, worlds. Well, it's probably less dangerous. True crime, in Canada. Canadian true crime. Yeah, she's less just dangerous. out with a rifle hunting moose and she, wanders she, into Montana she, or some she's stuff. Like, it's like how having alley right next door to you. It is. You need to build a wall, a big wall. Yeah. A big, big wall. That's all I'm saying. All right. Me. Well, 
uh, Keith, as we're going to call him, as Brandy insists that I call him. He's well, a bad. I don't know that we need to go through his entire name. Every he's a bad time. hombre. You always, a. you always he's a bad hombre. You a. always like very it. bigly, very you, bigly. A. You always like when I use all three names. Usually, I, I don't know where you got that. Anyway, he became known as the Happy Face Killer because he would um, write letters to the media uh, about his crimes, and he would always include a little smiley face at the end of his letter. That's not. It's like have a nice day. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, he was first arrested in 1995 for the murder of his girlfriend, Julie Ann Winningham, who was 41, of Camas, Come on. Washington. Washington. I'm sorry, what's the name of the place? Camas. C-A-M-A-S. Camas. 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 Have you been there? I've been, I've, I've been there. You've been to Camas, Washington? I've been there. He's been everywhere, man. Uh-huh. In addition to his conviction for killing Winningham, uh, he was convicted for murdering four women in Oregon, California, and Wyoming. The end. Now, this is a synopsis. You know what a synopsis is. That's an overview. All right. Let me tell you about— He did give away the ending, though. That kind of is fine. Let me tell you about his— the thrill is gone. The thrill is gone. Oh, you suck the thrill right out of the story. That's be, no, you, can't do, you can't do B.B. King, man. You can you do cannot. You can do Bee Gees, okay. You want to do Johnny Cash, you suck at it, but okay. <laughs> but don't, please, not the king. Not the king, please. Wow. Anyway, wow. Keith Hunter Jesperson Brandy. Thank you. He was born on April 6th, 1955, about the same time the colonel was born. I was born in 1963. Yeah, it was, was a close, fine close year. Close enough. Uh, to Leslie, uh, his dad's name, his dad's na- was known as Les. Oh, that's good. I, I always think a name uh, tells you a lot about a person. So if, you're got, if your name is Les, mm-hmm. it tells you something. Yeah. Probably well, wasn't packing. help it. He probably wasn't packing a lot down. I know. Wow. <laughs> My middle name's Mort. Really? <laughs> His mother's name was Gladys. <laughs> Glad. And they were from uh, British Columbia, Canada. He was the uh, middle child. He had two brothers and two sisters. His father was a domineering alcoholic brandy. Sweet. And uh, Keith would claim that his uh, parental grandfather was also violent. His so what grandfather? Parental. His paternal grandfather? Whatever. Whatever. Well, a parental grandfather <laughs> is a totally different thing. Right. I don't even know if that's his a thing. Granddad, <laughs> his granddaddy. His parents and I his grandfather. I was trying. Oh. I'm trying. So, uh, Les, his father, has denied being an abusive parent. However, however <laughs> published reports published reports seem to confirm that Keith's father was a heavy drinker and uh, abusive. Uh, his dad dominated the family. He looked down on women, and uh, he put his kids down with sarcasm and wisecracks. I don't know why that would I be a problem. that's just called good parenting. That is exactly what that's called. Keith's earliest memory was of a uh, rock rolling down the slide in a play park. It hit his brother Brad on the head, drawing blood and making him cry. Keith seemed Uh-oh. to find pleasure in hurting his brother. We all did. Yeah, who well, didn't? Man. My brother used to abuse. I think. I me. think there'll be some things coming up that distinguishes you from him, Keith. But my brother shot me twice. Well, but that's justifiable. I'm not really. I mean, judging. he shot me two times. I'm not judging your brother for that at all. So the family moved from. Um, he got hit with a rock. They would move back and forth between Canada and the United States. They moved to Salaya. 
Washington, and um, Keith had trouble fitting in and making friends because he was kind of he had a stupid name. Well, he was kind of heavy, so other kids would tease him. His brothers didn't help much, and they nicknamed him Igor, um, a name that stuck with him throughout his school years. Did he have a hump? I don't know. But because of this, he was a shy child, content to play by himself most of the time. Because people around him were dicks. When yeah, he him, but he, he, I mean, he becomes a dick himself. He would often, oh, he would often get in trouble for behaving badly, sometimes violently, violently and would be severely punished by his father. Uh, this included beatings, uh, sometimes with a belt in front of his peers, like his friends. His dad would take his belt and whip the shit out of him. Yeah, uh, and, like he's hitting and, you with a board. And at least, one, and at least on one Big occasion. Baby. His father um, gave him electric shock. Uh, wasn't depressed after that. Uh, at a very early age, at the age of five, Brandy. Yes. Um, Keith started capturing and torturing animals. Um, so he's so a little some bitch had it coming. I beat him with a belt too. He need to be hit with a yeah, belt. I mean, he's really he's got this uh, whole with electrodes to his little tiny five year old gonads killing. Poor little mice and shit. He's got uh, the, he's on this McDonald triad thing. He's got the animal abuse, abuse down. He enjoyed watching animals kill each other, as well as um, he enjoyed the feeling he got when he killed them. This continued as he got older. Now, in fairness, who doesn't like a good otter battle? Like bum fights. Oh, I love otters. I like to see two otters go at each other because they ain't got no arms or nothing. They okay, can just butt heads. So I'm going to tell you about his otters have little arms. They got tiny little arms, but they can't wrestle and get each other in a headlock or nothing. Well, neither can Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> that would be a good battle. It would be a good battle. A um, little fair warning here. I'm going to talk about what he did to these animals. and so I'm not a fan of this yeah, line it's, of questioning. Yeah, it's not good. He started to kill and torture animals, uh, including bashing in gophers' heads, um, nailing uh, crows to a board and throwing knives at them. What is nailing? Nailing, like a nail, like a nail. Nailing? Yes, whatever. Uh, he did the same with cats and dogs. I didn't know. Remember that movie, Nell? So I didn't know if he just yelled at him like that, or I don't know. Okay. He did it with cats and dogs, too. He put them on a board and stuck them uh, with needles. That's some Aww. fucked up stuff there, though. His favorite thing seemed to be tying cats' to get tails together and then throwing them over a wire and watching. That's watch the it. second time we've heard one of these. Yeah. How the hell are you going to get two must be cats a thing. and tie their tails together? It must together. be a thing. I don't know. But they claw each other to death, according to. Well, it seems person. like they claw you to death trying to tell the damn put the tails together anyway his dad witnessed him do this with the cats and uh, he finished the cats off by strangling them to death in front of his dad and his dad uh, bragged about his son oh, his dad was proud yes oh, to, to others he would capture birds and stray cats and dogs around the trailer park yep and there it is <laughs> there we go where he lived with his family uh, severely beating them strangling them to death um, and as I said, his dad was seemed to be proud of him for doing this. In the years that followed, um, Keith would often think about uh, what he did, and uh, he would uh, have a desire, develop the desire to do the same thing with people. Have you ever noticed now we tell all these stories about people killing, you know, numbers of people and whatnot, burying them, chopping them up, eating them, sometimes fucking them when they're dead. 
but you nail a crow to a to a board and stick it with pins. Mm-hmm. That's crossing a goddamn line. Yeah, well, any of it's crossing. It's the inappropriate line. behavior. <laughs> I mean, serial killing's one thing, but animal uh, torture—that's just there's no right. reason for that. So Keeks is a little prick. At nine, yeah, he called a lady a bitch. Oh well. <laughs> and her 16-year-old son jumped out of his car, slugged him, and kicked him twice with pointy-toed cowboy boots. Okay. There you go. That teach a little bastard a lesson. Well, apparently, uh, his dad got wind of this, found out that Keith got beat up, and he beat he beat Keith up for getting, getting beat, up. beat up. Yes. Um, as a young boy, uh, Keith uh, was good friends with a, another little boy named Martin who was always blaming Keith for things that he did. And uh, oh, Martin was a little fucker. <laughs> oh, Martin was Eddie Haskell. The <laughs> well, Keith apparently gets pissed off at this on uh, several occasions. And one time he had enough and he beat Martin unconscious. And he would likely would have killed him had not Martin's father intervened. Seems he like was an still, appropriate response. He was still beating him on the ground after he hit him with a cement brick. Jesus Christ. It was two times when he did this, not with Martin, one time with Martin, but two times he attempted murder before he was out of school. Um, this is um, Keith did not do well in school. In elementary school, his, his teacher told his parents that Keith was stupid and probably wouldn't amount to much. Well. This was like in the third grade. They My can, mama heard the same thing. They can nail it. His father agreed with this assessment. <laughs> I, you know, what are you going to do? They're yeah. the professionals. The boy's here. a dumbass. What are you going to do? They are the professionals. When Keith was 11, he and some schoolmates were first forced to strip off their clothes by a neighbor dairy man. I guess it's like a milkman. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that wasn't his name. No. He was a dairy. Okay. He was a dairyman, and he also the dairyman also stripped off his own clothes. Well, yeah, you don't want him to feel weird about it. <laughs> the neighbor's kids. Uh, the neighbor asked the kids to touch his genitals, Colonel. That's not appropriate. Uh, but uh, so yeah, but this is kind of cool. Keith ran home and got a BB gun and came back and shot the man in his genitals. Yes. Oh, now that's that's not cricket, though. Keith would uh, get in trouble a few weeks later when he shot an overweight neighbor. What I want to know is how long was some bitch standing there naked? Well, I guess he was messing with these kids, so Keith ran (laughs) next door, got his BB gun, came back, and shot the guy in the dick, I guess. If you're going to get a bunch of kids, I mean, I would just think that if you're going to get a bunch of kids together, strip them all down naked in public. and I I think they were at his house. Oh, okay. And he promised them ice cream or something. Shot him in the dick. (laughs) Yeah, with a BB gun. So anyway, he got a lot of uh, praise for doing this from, like, his father and stuff. So Keith got in trouble a few weeks later when he shot an overweight neighbor in the rear end with his BB gun when she was uh, bending over to pick pick up some raspberries. When asked by police why he shot her, Keith replied that he was just using (laughs) – this is a quote – just using her fat ass for a large for target practice. Unquote. Good guy. Good guy that Keith. When, well, I mean, shooting a child molester in the dick was kind of cool. That's fine, but you know that fat old lady wasn't bothering you. Or she's picking them raspberries. She's picking raspberries. She ain't bothering you. Uh, when he was twelve, a neighborhood boy uh, held Keith's head underwater while they were swimming in a lake until Keith almost blacked out. Uh, he realized what was going on and he knew he had to stand up to the bully so he um 
Shot him in the dick. No, he hit him in the head with a brick. Uh, and then he put his head under the water. An adult saw it, a lifeguard saw it, pulled Keith away. This kid was bleeding really bad. And um, the lifeguard saw the blood coming up from the water, and, and that's how he intervened. Uh, so this is the second time, you know, by the time he's 12, that Keith has, you know, attempted to murder someone. As a young teen, uh, uh, Keith's father had a greenhouse, and he had this rigged up, and he wanted to— They grow pot? No, he, well— it. He had a system rigged up, and he wanted to see if it worked, if the electricity worked. So he shocked Keith. Now, his father claimed it was only 12 volts, but Keith would later claim it was 220 volts. It's just, wait a minute. First of all, there's... Sometimes 12 volts can seem like 220, depending well, on where they're shocking you at. And I don't understand, like, why, why, why are you doing that? I, his dad is he wants to see whack, if it works because because sometimes the circuit now, breakers this is, this are is far Keese, away from the house in the you know, fuse box. This is Keith's, you know, yeah, recollections. Yeah. Um, Keith became obsessed with arson and set several fires. Um, he shot. He set up his rig and as, as a teenager shot an arrow with an exploding tip into the home of one of his teachers, causing a small fire. So our Keith is now an arson, so he's bedwetting. No, he's not bedwetting, torturing animals and uh, has this thing for fire. So he's got two-thirds of the McDonald triad going on. I, I didn't see anything about bedwetting, but you know, we'll, we'll probably assume that he's pissing to bed, too. At 13... I think he'd have got his ass beat for that. And get this. This is great. At 13, Keith's parents started charging him $30 a <laughs> <laughs> for rent <laughs> yes uh but his siblings did not have to pay rent despite yeah. them having part-time jobs because he was a dick i think we established but keith had to pay 30 dollars a week he earned the rent money by managing two paper routes and mowing lawns and he would also resort to stealing to raise the money for rent money when he was unable to uh, raise $30 a week, he was forced to sleep in the backyard. Even in... <laughs> yeah, why, that's awful. Get back to your tent, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Even in a... Fuck this little bastard. He already killing crows and doing whatnot. You know Fuck what? Him. But, you know, his daddy... You yeah, really but... can't rule out the fact that his daddy probably made him somewhat that way. Yeah, well, I'm sure he did. I mean, he should be out in the backyard with his dad. Well, he made he made him sleep shit. in the backyard. He wouldn't, his dad wouldn't even let him sleep in the greenhouse. He had to sleep in the backyard, even in the wintertime. And, you know, you're talking about, you know, northwest United States. So it's probably pretty cold in the wintertime. Probably. On, one, uh, on the occasions he did sleep in the yard, his parents would provide him a blanket only if he gave him $5. Well, well, yeah, blankets don't come yeah. for free. <laughs> you don't find blankets on trees, motherfucker. Right. You want a blanket? Blankets do not yeah. grow on trees. This ain't jail, bitch. You want a, you want a blanket? You pay for, like, pay for it. Like fucking Delta Airlines or something. <laughs> yeah. Is that motherfucker that ain't to Weston? He's less likely to get beat than, <laughs> yeah. than if he is on oh, Delta. Oh, United. Or United. Right, yeah. United. In school, all of his uh, classmates teased him and called him crude nicknames. Yeah. He was teased for being, for being overweight. Girls did not like Keith because he was overweight and quite unattractive. Uh, Keith claims to have had his first sexual experience when he, in 1969 when he was 14 years old. He, would, he later described it was actually a rape. So he raped someone at 14, basically. Gross. Damn. At 15, he started experimenting with 
uh, pipe bombs and cannons, oh, as we yeah. all do. Yeah. Well, we all go through that pipe Need a hobby. bomb phase. Yeah. Noah wanted a cannon. <laughs> 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 he did, didn't he? He did, and did I you? had to explain to him that you couldn't have a cannon in city limits. Well, that's that's bullshit. You can have one. That's you just bullshit. can't fire well, you it. You can't fire a cannon yeah. in city limits. So, I mean, because that is what stopped us from getting it. <laughs> Although, you know. City ordinances. The NRA probably is supportive of Noah's cause. <laughs> you know, they can have my cannon when they pry it out of my cold, dead hands. Yeah, I mean, I, don't I need a cannon to defend my home. Well, okay, so in gym remote first. So in gym class, you know this is going to go well. In gym class, Keith was always being teased. He's always being teased about not being able to reach the top of the rope. Remember, Colonel, we had to climb the top of the rope. In gym class, did you ever have to do that? They, it'd be like a rope would hang down from the. Oh ceiling. no, I had to actually. I did not have to climb the rope, Timmy. I remember very clearly because I had broken one of my fingers um, the week before mm-hmm. and was unable to grasp the rope, and I was very disappointed because I had practiced climbing this rope. Well, and like you a liked climbing that rope. Let's not lie. I did. All right, it, well, it got your tingly parts. Mm-hmm. Going. Well, this. Well, Keith was climbing. He had to climb the rope to pass gym class. And kids would make fun of him because he couldn't make it to the top. When he finally made it to the top, the kids had greased the rope <laughs> with some type of uh, oil or something. And I like these kids. And he fell. He fell 25 feet to the hardwood floor and slammed his head hard on the side. He would experience frequent blackouts. Like the lady on the slow-moving train that <laughs> flung forward, and then she got. I think our ropes were like. This guy's. I mean, these kids are like. Remember, remember the turtle episode? <laughs> I mean, but okay. seriously, and that, Lord but of that the Flies at the school. I know, but that makes you wonder: Do, Is he that way because? Yeah, what just came first? Yeah. Or is he that way because these people are motherfuckers? Or maybe a combination. Or yeah. maybe a combination. But anyway, after he fell down and fell twenty-five feet off this rope and hit his head into the hardwood floor he started experience blackouts again he graduated um uh, high Top school of his class well he was actually 161 in a class of 174 so <laughs> did, they, yes. did they drop pig's blood i'm not when he graduated, <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure who the other 13 were but yeah. i'm sure they'll be they coming were, up in a future episode <laughs> they were the hoods that never showed up for school his iq was 102 his father discouraged him from going to college because, quote, you can't do it. He suggested <laughs> Keith get a job that doesn't require, quote, any brain power. That's right. <laughs> poor, he, uh, did he become I a would say poor Keith. I would say poor Keith, but the fucker is a mean animal, so. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, I'm not feeling this kid. I'm partial to crows. I like crows. I, mean, I like cats. Crow. I don't like him. He's fucking with cats. In 1975, when Keith was 20, he married a young woman named Rose Huck, and uh, the couple had three children, two daughters and one son, and Keith got a job as a truck driver to support his family. Several years later, his wife, Colonel, became suspicious that uh, Keith was having affairs. Was he? Was I don't, she we don't know. Was she his What was she doing? I don't know. He was on the road a lot, so he was probably banging hookers, lot lizards or whatever. While he was a truck driver on on the road, she packed up and her she packed up her belongings and her children and drove 200 miles away to live with her parents in Spokane, Washington. The oldest shit and get the oldest child, Melissa. She, I guess she had some sort of relationship with Keith. They he would spend time with them, but the, the couple ended up divorcing in 1990. Um, at the age of 35, standing six foot seven. 
and weighing approximately 280 pounds, Keith began uh, working toward his goal of becoming a royal Canadian mounted policeman. Like Dudley do right? Yes. What kind of horse going to carry his big ass around? But he had an injury. He got an injury, so it, it put an end to his dream of becoming a mounted policeman. Yes, I'm sure that's what put an end to his yeah. dream. Not the, you know, Did he rape psychopath. somebody and kill Yeah, maybe he and... wanted to mount a policeman. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to he mount a horse. I want to be mounted. Anyway, he sought work again uh, as an interstate What truck... you doing over there, devil? God damn hot. <laughs> the devil unbuttoning his shirt. Here. I'm sorry, Brandy. <laughs> I... Oh, yeah. We, I feel like there should be some music going on here. You have to take out some singles pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, Make it rain. If you could, that, that would be great. <laughs> the best. I, I'm sorry, here the best I can do. No, I can also do a cool trick where I take my bra off and not my shirt. So. Colonel's making it hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm making yeah, he is. Anyway, um, he sought to work again as an interstate truck driver after his divorce, and he relocated to Cheney, Washington. He soon realized that this job afforded him the opportunity, Brandy, to kill people without being suspected. Ah, the advantage of truck driving. <laughs> yeah. It is. Well, that's why I send all, pe- all the people through truck driving school. <laughs> yes. So what happens next, Brandy? Well, his first known victim was Tanya, spelled fucked up, T-A-U-N-J-A. Yeah. Tanja. Tanya. Tanya. Uh, Bennett on January 23rd, 1990. I know what happens, but I'm not going to say well, thank okay. You, thank you for that, Timmy. Wait, he killed her. <laughs> he killed her. But, I mean, uh, there was more to it. Now, go ahead. And it was near Portland, Oregon. Hold on. If there's more to it, why don't you fill he in prob- the details? Well, no, here. he probably didn't put it in here. <laughs> no, it's in, it's in there. It's in there. He introduced himself to Bennett at a bar and later invited her to the house that he was renting. Uh, the two were intimate. They did it. <laughs> they bumped ugly. <laughs> yeah, they did. Made the beast with two backs. <laughs> they knocked him boots. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before he started an argument, that you don't ended, know they might have been making love. <laughs> well, I don't believe he made love with people. They were doing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the two were intimate before he started an argument that ended with him brutally beating and then strangling her to death. Well, I guess it wasn't love, then, was it? <laughs> Not so much. Keith established Sorry, an alibi by going back out for some drinks. <laughs> you know, I think a few of our listeners may have just gotten a little tingly there. Well, oh, we made loving. I got, I got strangled, strangled and everything. Oh, we, we do have some freaks. On <laughs> we do, <laughs> we do. Uh, Lovable freaks. So, anywho, so Keith established an alibi by going back out for some drinks after he was intimate with her, being sure to converse with others before returning to retrieve her body. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And belongings to dispose of them. He was back on the road the next day. The body was found a few days later, but there were no suspects and no leads. After the body of his first victim, Tanya was found. Tanya with a J was found. Uh, media attention surrounded Laverne Pavlinak. Pavlinak, a woman who falsely confessed to having killed Bennett with the help of her abusive boyfriend, John Sosnovsky. Excellent. Jesperson was upset that he was not getting any media attention, so Keith wrote a confession on the bathroom wall of a truck stop and signed it with a smiley face. Yeah, so he... That is where all good confessions can be found. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think... He goes out to make his alibi, right? And he goes out to bars, make sure he's seen... And then is pissy when somebody <laughs> steals his thunder. Yeah, these these people go to prison over this, and he gets pissed off. Yeah, because they stole his thunder. Yeah. Much like Chuck steals mine. Much, and brandy time. And brandy time. I'm going to write that shit on a truck stop bathroom <laughs> wall. With a little smiley face. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> put, a, put a little frown. Yeah, More brandy I'm time, goddammit. That's right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. When that did not create the attention he desired, he wrote letters to media outlets and police departments confessing to his murders, starting with a six-page letter to the Oregonian in which he revealed the details of his killing. He signed each letter with a smiley face. This led Phil Stanford, the journalist working on the story for the Oregonian, to dub Keith Jesperson the happy face killer. Nice. That's this, a sweet name, though. You admit, Colonel, if you're going to be a serial killer, that's You want to be the happy face killer. Yeah. You don't want to be the sad guy. You don't. Despite these letters, Laverne Pavlinak, uh, yeah, read the news reports surrounding Tanya with a J. Bennett's death and gave a false confession to police. A woman confessed to strangling him. Well, Laverne and her live-in boyfriend, the That's guy weird. with the other jacked-up name, uh, they were convicted of the murder of Jeff, Jeff Jesperson's first victim in February of 1991. And goddamn, he was frustrated. He's still not getting proper credit for the murder. Uh, Keith, That's some bullshit. It, it ain't nothing worse than somebody jumping in, taking your cred for you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, it killed his street cred because all oh, the other sure. truck drivers thought he was killing people, and I all know. of a sudden these and people then, confess. Exactly. Uh, and Keith was not done killing and would soon strike again. Around 10 p.m. on Thursday, April, 20, April 12th, 1990, in a shopping center parking lot, in Mount Shasta, California. Shasta. Mount Shasta. Remember the Shasta, Shasta. Corner? Shasta. I want to pop. Uh, let's see. Next to the I-5 corridor, Keith was approached by an intoxicated woman carrying an infant. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> so some drunk lady scaring so, his kids. So not picture that. Well. Yeah. Um, both the woman and the child ended up in Keith's truck where a conversation started. Uh, she introduced herself as Jean and the child as her six-month-old son. Why? Okay. Keith you know, her, if, if the kid would dance, she could be Jean Jean and her dancing machine. <laughs> she could. <laughs> Keith told her his full name and information about where he worked and where he was you like that, Colonel? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder where hell your mind is, Timmy. Me neither, Sometimes you worry me, son. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandy. Jesus Christ. All right. This fucking jackass. All right. So Keith spills his guts, tells her his name, where he's going, what he's doing, social security number. I mean, whatever the hell. <laughs> Gives her his pen for his credit card. Right. The conversation soon turned sexual, and they drove to a remote ooh, location. Ooh, well, ooh. first of all, yeah. Yeah. This lady stumbles up to him with her baby. <laughs> I, I mean, how does that even go? Ain't nothing I don't that understand. says, I want to get banged, like being yeah. dr- drunken baby <laughs> carrying. Hold baby. Yeah. During, Staggering up to you. <laughs> during an act of oral sex, mm. while the infant lay in the back seat, because having him in the front seat clearly is tacky. That be, yeah. That's tacky. That would be gauche. Gene stopped and asked to be driven home. Keith forced her to finish the act and then attempted to break her neck. When she became angry. <laughs> oh, girl. Which makes me wonder, does she have teeth? Because you can stop that real quick. Um, failing to break her neck and not wanting to kill the child. Oh, he's got morals now. Yeah. Keith, return the woman and her child to the shopping center. Let me just drop you off well, here. You know, she got, she. I mean, she's very lucky. And, and you know, I, I don't want to criticize a woman, but. So he drops her off at Aunt Annie's. Yeah. Here's some life advice for you. At the. Don't the great clips. Don't get into a uh, don't get into a truck and give somebody you don't know a stranger in that truck half a blowjob. It's right up from the fashion bug. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, there's also fashion bug plus for the ladies with the larger size. I'm just saying. Thank goodness. You you tread in dangerous ground when you give half a blowjob and then you're like. Okay, I'm going to be on my way now. Well, I'm just not sure. Did she just have an attack of morality all <laughs> know, of a sudden? That's what I was... Like, is she down there bobbing and weaving all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden and going, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, I've got a child <laughs> who's like, laying there in the back seat. I can't yeah. be doing this yeah, stuff. This no. is craziness. I need, I just need to she stop. She had an epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Please, you know, I've got to get out of here. Through the haze. A, a ray of light shone through the and haze. And I'm just going to say, you know, it's rude. Well, well, it's rude. I mean, if well, you, but here's the thing. If you start, you, but if you notice, and Timmy could have left this part out clearly, but if you notice, it wasn't that he was paying her. Like this true. is a voluntary BJ. Yeah, but if you're given, no, wait a minute. If you're given the voluntary BJ, you don't have to finish. If don't you're getting look, paid, don't look at a voluntary <clears throat> BJ in the mouth. Girl. No, um, no, you don't see, do that. There's a social compact. We no, have in if this you country. get paid, you got to finish. That's part of the. That's part of the oral contract. If no, you no, will. no, no, no. If ha. the tip goes in, no, you must win. You must begin. You, <laughs> you must, must end. You must end. If no. the tip goes in, you must end. No. So yeah. No, this is a voluntary act, and at which time she can voluntarily opt out at any time. No, I, I believe you got to give notice. You do not. Well, she did. She told him she wanted to stop. I believe you got to give like five minutes notice. No, five minutes. Five minutes asked, notice, yes. Who the hell gives a blowjob for five minutes? Jesus Christ, if you're giving it that long, you're not doing it right. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. But, but does he take her back to DSW? I mean, what's <laughs> first of all, you're gonna need to simmer down over there. <laughs> yeah. Trying to catch this up is with a very a, important conversation. I'm trying to catch up with the story. You know, I mean, it's a cultural thing that uh, no, no cultural thing. It is. This is how society. I don't think this that is means how what you empires think it means. crumble. I'm telling you, it's the beginning of how no. empires crumble. There we needs need, to be rules. There does need to be rules. It's like if I come up behind Look. the missus and I start kissing on the neck or whatever, she's going to expect some certain services from me, and uh, I, like expect to be left alone so she can do the dishes. Well, yeah, that too. But okay. Look, I'm just saying you don't stop. No. What you're not going to... All right, is this lady at Pier 1 now? First first of all, (laughs) I mean, is it bad manners? Sure. Uh, Yeah? It's bad. I'm not arguing it's bad manners. It's borderline illegal. However, but it's not. And again, it was she wasn't being paid. This was voluntary. So she can opt out at any time. It is bad manners to get up and it's bad manners. If you're invited over to dinner that you are not paying for, it is bad manners to get up halfway through the meal, burp and leave. Yes, that's Which bad is manners. exactly what she did. However, you can do that. But if somebody's paying you to be at that fucking dinner, you sit your ass down, you choke it down, and you move the fuck on. <laughs> but in both instances, you choke it down. What? No. Okay, so he drops her off at oh the Yankee. Can- he drops her off at the are Yankee. Are you looking candle. at the names of stores that are in the mall? <laughs> Trying to move the story along. So she's drops a JC Penny now. Drops her off by the Chick Fil A. <laughs> Okay, right. so to recap, this woman jumps in his cab with a baby, throws the baby Why in the back. Why do we need a recap? Because I think we got a little off track so the listeners know where we're at. We just the had woman, a post on her page and someone said, does anyone else get lost when they start going off uh, topic? Yes. See, so I'm, I'm recapping for us. She jumps in the truck, drunken woman with half a baby. With half a baby? No. <laughs> Which half? <laughs> she had a whole baby. <laughs> she had the whole baby. Okay, she gave half a blowjob. And then he had the decency to drive her to her. Yeah, case jewelry. Wait a minute. Case jewelry. He tried to break her neck first. <laughs> okay, that was that. And, but... and, and clearly her neck was made of stainless steel because that did not happen. So anyway, so Keith drops her off after giving up his PIN number and everything else yeah. to her. So he's arrested at gunpoint in Corning, California soon after. The personal details he revealed had led police straight to him. <laughs> Imagine that. He might as well have left a wallet. He was questioned at the scene and then... Oh, did they say anything this, to her about on. giving half the blow? Because this is just, I want, you to, I want you to wrap your mind around this for a second. He's questioned at the scene and then uncuffed and told to go speak to a detective with the Shasta Police Department. <laughs> and the son of a bitch did it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man of his word. Well, he was on the honor system. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Keith would have finished that blowjob. Well, he was interrogated <clears throat> and claimed that her neck getting twisted was simply an accident from the cramped space of the car oh well it could, it could so be. they in her car or are they in his truck because you know there's a room difference yeah well Any. it's it's like getting you know screaming hey you're on my hair uh he also led them to evidence that supported his version of events including showing them an empty liquor bottle near the parking lot that he claimed was jeans his version was apparently more believable than jeans <laughs> The drunken fucking baby carrier. <laughs> With no teeth. And He's he was released. Blow jobs, half a blowjob. And he was released. Despite that, a charge was filed against him for sexual assault. When he failed to appear in court. Oh. Shocking. Yeah, surprising. A felony warrant was issued. He was later arrested in Iowa at a weight check station after they ran his name in the National Crime Information Center database. 
finding the outstanding warrant in California. However, Shasta County's warrant was too weak, so the charge was reduced to a misdemeanor. Of course it was. Probably did, because they didn't want to fool with um, extraditing him and all that. After that, the cost of extradition wasn't worth it. God, you were fucking giving it. (laughs) And he was eventually... I knew I heard that somewhere. He was eventually exonerated of all charges. Because, of course, he was. Well, she probably didn't show up. She probably only showed up for half the testimony. Carrying that baby drunk. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. It was a year and a half after his first kill when Keith killed again. On August 30th, 1992, uh, the body of a woman he raped and strangled was found near Blythe, California. He later said that the Jane Doe's name was Claudia. A month later, in Turlock, California... The body of Cynthia Lynn Rose was discovered. Keith later claimed that she was a prostitute who entered his truck at a truck stop while he slept. And he strangled her to death in her sleep. There's a lot. What the fuck? <clears throat> a lot uh, of sleeping going on there. Well, first of all. <laughs> you wake up and someone's <clears throat> asleep in your truck. Well, first of all. No, wait a minute. Did she enter? He was asleep. Did yeah. she break in his truck and enter? <laughs> he woke up. There she was. He got scared. <clears throat> Did she knock on the door I don't and then know, they but fell asleep? I, I don't think it was, a, it was inappropriate to kill her in either way. <laughs> oh, I feel like, yeah. I feel that that was asleep. Yeah, um, that was crossing another line. Too. Yeah. His He's fourth apparently, victim. doesn't have a lot of boundaries that he honors. Well, clearly. His, well, he didn't want to kill the kid, so you, yeah. he's got that going for him. Yeah. But it'll kill a puppy. <clears throat> huh? But it'll kill a puppy. Sure. And strangle the kid's mom for not giving him a No, he didn't. Job. He didn't. Try to. He did. He tried to break her neck. He tried, but again, stainless steel. The fourth victim was another prostitute, Lori Ann Pentland of Salem, Oregon. Her body was found in November of that year. You ever get a feeling, Colonel, that with all the truck drivers and hookers out there, there's a lot of fucking going on that we're we're, we're being (laughs) left out of? You know, and, and I stop at those rest stops and I just. They're probably banging right in front of me. I don't even know nothing whole, about it. Yeah, a whole yeah. thing. It's a whole culture. Yeah. whole truck stop culture that I don't know nothing about. But I'm going to start spending some time at some truck stops. I've heard you already do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I heard you look lovely, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, see. All right. So her body was found in November of that year. According to Keith, she attempted to double the fee she charged for the sex that he had engaged in with her. Oh, well, you can't do that. Now, see, that's another one. Halfway that's, through the blowjob, then you're saying, now it's, gonna be, yeah. now it's going to be $10 instead of 5 It's like fucking Uber, man. Well, <laughs> but... <laughs> they, get, they get you hard. <laughs> but again, really shouldn't have killed her over it. She, however, according to him, she threatened to call the police. I don't know that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's... Well, yeah, you're probably... It's going to cause you more trouble than it's worth. Well, but you know, it's like Uber. It's that she'd have been better off to call the police because yeah, but he at least Uber her. tells you ahead of time they're upcharging you. <laughs> she waits till she got you aroused halfway down no, to her tonsils and then to, says, "No, he knew he was being like charged. This big boy? He knew right. he was being charged. She just doubled the fee. Yeah, you don't double the fee halfway. Now, at least you could agree with that. If you you don't double a fee halfway through, a the contract place. is a contract. You start high, you go low. Exactly. I know. Uh, but, In both instances, well, I mean. But she threatened to call the police, so he killed her. He strangled her. It was more than six months before his next victim was found. In July 1993, a Jane Doe, quote, street person in Santanella, California. Um, police originally considered her death a drug overdose. 
More than a year later, in September of 1994, another Jane Doe was found in Crestview, Florida. Keith would later claim her name was Suzanne. In January of 95, Keith agreed to take a young woman, Angela Surprise, from Spokane, Washington to Indiana in his truck. What happened next, Charles? Well, it starts to turn ugly. It starts to turn ugly. <clears throat> yeah, Miss Sobrise here. She she becoming a little impatient because it's the a long uh, trip. This is about a week into the trip, and she becomes a little impatient, and uh, she begins to nag Keith to hurry up because she wants to see her boyfriend. So Keith responds as he is wont to do. They strangle uh, her by raping her and strangling her. There we go. He then strapped her to the undercarriage of his truck. He didn't just weekend at Bernie's or that would have been so much easier. He didn't bury her. He didn't dump her. He strapped her to the undercarriage of his truck and dragged her face down to grind off her face imprints. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes, that is one of the more unusual ways of disposing of a body that I have ever heard of. And why the people on the road didn't see that is beyond me. Because she's underneath the truck. Oh, you know. Oh if she's God. underneath the truck and shit's getting ground off and ain't sparks flying off, somebody gonna sparks ask. Sparks are questions. not gonna fly off of flesh, you ninny. I know. That's what I'm talking You're about. Gonna le- well, it would still leave a trail. Yeah. How'd you like to be driving behind him? It's like you know you drive. Just like point him. out she called you a ninny. I should did. That was unnecessary. <laughs> but <laughs> you. Uh, At least I can pronounce ninny. You, <laughs> you've got. You've got that quite a vocabulary there <laughs> really real wait a minute you are going to talk about my vocabulary oh, here we go how, how how many times how often have you heard the word ninny i don't care at least you know what a ninny is i wasn't quite sure what a nell was i've never knelled aboard no i've never knelled aboard before she was on little house on the prairie nelly nelly jody foster played her in a movie well now, but just think about this. You're driving down the road now because I don't like to get behind trucks because sometimes a piece of gravel fly off and hit your car. Sure. But you get behind this some bitch. You got body parts, flesh, toes, toenails, no, whatnot coming at no, you. No, just, just her face. I just, it's horrible. And all I can picture is just, yeah, it's bad. I mean, how are you going to get by with that? That's what I'm asking. Who Are people not you know paying what? attention? Is he driving in the carpool lane? What's I'm having doing? a thought in my mind that's so off color, I'm not even going to say it. That's how off color what's going through my head is. Again, though, why didn't he just weekend at Bernie's or put her in the passenger seat and then you can drive the carpool lane? But That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Her body was not found for several months. I bet. And only then, only after he gave details to the police. Now, two months after murdering her, Keith decided that his longtime girlfriend, Julie Winningham, was only interested in him for his money. <laughs> not for his charm. Yeah, not for his charm. Imagine. Not for his. And they kept losing pets. Yeah. And on March 10th, uh, he strangled her. She was the only victim he had a link to, which ultimately led police to his trail. He was arrested on March 30th, 1995, for the murder of his girlfriend, Julianne Winningham. He had been questioned by police a week before, but they had no grounds to arrest him after he refused to talk. And the days following, Keith decided that he was certainly going to be arrested. And after two failed suicide attempts, he was a dummy, apparently. He could kill every how, how motherfucker can kill everything, can kill everything walking on earth, but can't kill himself. 
He turned himself in, hoping it would result in leniency during his sentencing. While in custody, he gave some details of other killings and making claims of many others, most of which he later recanted. Um, recant meaning I. Uh, who are it's you not telling me or him? Just uh, our, our, our listeners. I think okay. they know. <clears throat> also, he, he is in charge of listener relations. A few days before his arrest, he wrote a letter to his brother. And in it, he confessed to having killed eight people over the course of five years. According to Keith, the police did not believe him at first and insisted they had the right people in jail for Bennett's murder. Good Lord. Never good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let's, let's skip over that murder, Keith. We already got that one solved. It wasn't until he insisted that he could lead them to the location of Tanya's purse and Oregon identification that card. motherfucker wanted credit for her, man. Yeah, oh yeah. It's it's like a batting average, you know, batter would yeah. rule something in there, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, that was a hit. Yeah, that was a hit. What's the instant replay? Yeah, <laughs> he wants a, re- he wants I a- want a review on that one. <laughs> so, uh, something that Laverne, who confessed to this, had been unable to do. And why, why would you confess to a murder and go I to prison for four Maybe years? Maybe they were homeless yeah. and needed some. Now they to start stay. to show interest in this. So Keith, he leads the detectives to these critical pieces of evidence lying in a bush near the Sandy River. How in the hell you remember where all this stuff is? Well, um, and, and how is it still bleeding. there? Well, that was his first. That was his first murder. Though, yeah. So. How is it still there? Yeah, I don't know. When taken to the location where Bennett's body was found, he provided him with information about the body and its position, details that no one other than the killers and the cops would know. Based on this new information, Multona County District Attorney Michael Shrunk filed a motion in Marion County. Now, that don't seem right. Um, where the Oregon State Penitentiary is located, asking for the immediate release of Pavlinak and Sosfinoski. Shrunk told presiding Marion County Circuit Judge Paul Lipscomb that Pavlin Atkinson-Sonoski had served more than four years in prison for a crime they did not commit. I think you just keep him in there for being stupid. Yeah, it was immediately granted. Now, what about this son bitch? Two of them went to... Now, I can see one crazy ass going to jail. Two. But two? You, you know yeah, this I don't one motherfucker's got to be saying, yeah, no, he, no, the no. The boyfriend didn't confess. The chick confessed, <laughs> and she pulled him in with it. So yeah, He's one, you know, you. that's why you don't date crazy women. Yeah. Um, of course, finding a sane one. It's already too late, really. By the time you find out they're crazy, it's gotta, too you late You got to marry you. young. <laughs> but they're crazy young. I mean, we're finding that out, too. Are we? Yeah, I mean. Are we? He has a lot of insight on the female species. Yeah. You can't really, it, it's all in the eyes. It's all, dude, they got the crazy eyes. What do my eyes got, say right now? You got the crazy yeah, eyes. No, you know who has beautiful eyes? eyes is Amber Croup. She has beautiful eyes. Mm, um, she does. She has absolutely beautiful eyes. Um, Devil got the crazy eyes. I don't think hers look crazy. Me. Look at her right now. Me. She looked like, I can feel her. It's like she's trying to burn holes through me with them. Well, she is. <laughs> So I'm trying to use the force, but I can't. Because <laughs> you're on the dark side, and I am a reverend. I the force quite. is not. <laughs> yeah. The force will not if work. You against could me. only. Yes, get, it will. The force works with everybody. What? If it would only work, you could like twist his hand around. That'd be so mad. I totally. We do. We do Facebook Live and figure it. I'm gonna be uh, damn it. Here's the thing. You know what? I've been watching Legion on FX or whatever, and it's an X Men kind of thing. And so I would totally be Magneto if I could be an X-Men. I would totally be Magneto because he's badass, clearly. 
But this motherfucker on Legion, dude, he does some crazy shit. He melts people into the cement. Oh, that'd be cool. I'm saying he can move The original stuff. movie, a friend of mine wrote I would that. Be. Of course he did. No, he did. Petey Shank. Okay. I would totally, I would totally be that guy because he's awesome. I, and he has the force. If I had, if I could be anybody, I'd be the colonel. No, if you have to, you have to be an X Men. So which one would you be? Wolverine. Really? Because mm-hmm. you'd never die. Well, you know what though, I, he heals himself. Yeah, but you know what, he can't play with titties real good. He can't play with the boobies. His claws aren't out all the time, you yeah, ninny. that's true. But you know, ninny, he gets excited twice. twice. Like he gets that. excited and they pop out, and then all of a sudden, no, I think he, he got, gets angry and they oh, pop okay. out. Yeah, because you, you better not give the Wolverine half has, a blowjob. Yeah, because he That's has be sexy time. For you. He has sexy time several times. He does. Times yes, he the, does. And nobody, you know, and he ends up I liked not it. killing I liked anybody. him in Les Miserables, the movie. Wolverine. Wolverine was not in Les Miserables. Yeah, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. Oh, you're talking about Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Jackman, yes. Hugh Jackman, yeah. Yes, but not Wolverine. Not Wolverine. Oh, I thought he played Wolverine. I'm sorry. No. He does. Okay. He would have fucked up John Paul. Wow. Yeah. There would have been no bread and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he would have taken all the bread he wanted. Stupid movie. Killed the whole village. It's a stupid yeah. movie. Was it Jean-Paul Jean-Paul or Jean-Paul Jean? Yes, uh, Jean-Paul Jean. Stupid yeah. name. Okay, so let me recap here. John Valjean. John Valjean. He takes this guy. John takes, spelled J-E-N. It's French. Jean Valjean. That's what it sounds like. Jean yeah. Valjean. Let me recap. Okay. Because we've gotten well, off track. Okay. He... Okay, we got these two crazy-ass people in jail for murdering the one lady, and he says, no, I did it, and he takes them, shows them all the evidence, brings them, blah, blah, blah. They take go back and release these two people from jail. If you were Wolverine, you could get out of jail. Oh, you could just cut through the wall. If, jo- if you're John Valjean, you have to wait 19 years to get parole. It's because he has a stupid name. Oh. Now, this led police agencies in several uh, he's, states he's to reopen. He's got Inspector Javert chasing him all the time. Stupid name. Continue, Colonel. And that hooker with the bad hair. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Should I continue? Yes, please. Or would you? Okay. We're waiting on you. I got three motherfucking sentences to do. Okay. Come on. Continue, Colonel. This led, this, uh, bring this to this climax. This led police in That'd several be a switch. states. For <laughs> 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 the only time you've ever created finish a climax. One and, off. <laughs> Let me Perfect. finish this one right. Okay, so police are opening cases where they got people in jail and shit. Although Keith at one point claimed to have had as many as 160 victims, only eight women killed in California, Florida, Nebraska, Oregon, Washington, and Wyoming have been confirmed. Keith is currently serving three life sentences in the Oregon State Penitentiary in Salem. I wonder why he didn't get the chair. If I didn't um, better I research, might not have the chair. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if Oregon does. Maybe. Oregon does. Maybe not. All right. They so should. They got a bunch of little shitload of serial killers up there. Brandy, up there. your final thoughts on Keith Jefferson, the happy face killer. He is a dick. But, again, you don't know. Did the surroundings make Man. him this way or was Nature he this way and then the nurture. surroundings? Yeah. yeah. Colonel, your final thoughts on. Oh, I think he was just a douchebag. He just, he just one of those. What would you do? A douche magoo? How would you uh, administer a colonel justice on him? Well, I think the electric shock was good. I would uh, I would attach some electrodes to his testicles for a while until they might like literally that. disappeared. You might they, like until that. Until they vaporized. Apparently his dad already tried that. Or yeah, else. then I'd attach him to his nipples. 
Um, he might like that too. Then I'd take him out to a. This sounds like Chuck Saturday Night, is what it sounds like. <laughs> and, uh, it sounds like his wish list. <laughs> right. I'd take him out and nail him to a board. Yeah, yeah. And stick wish him list. with a bunch of pens like he did to the little crow. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he's, you know, just so he. Would knew. you nail him to the board? Oh, I'd turn This is a lot down. of work he's getting into right now, though. No, you got to. I actually, I got to. I got to. I got a compressor and gonna a shoot nail him gun. You're going to shoot him in the penis? No, but I'll tell you, my goddamn brother shot me in the back of the calf with a nail gun one time. It's amazing. Yeah, and this Did he ever shoot you in the genitals with a BB gun? He shot me. You so know one doesn't cro- have anything to do with do the other. you know other. those Crossman things? Uh-huh. He pumped one of those some bitches out 50 times, I bet. Put one of the lead pellets in it, not a BB. Did you get a nasty infection? He shot me right in the stomach with it. Went in right here at my belly button, moved up about six inches. My mama had to cut it out. It was, it was an ugly wound. I still got the scar. I'll show nope. you the scar. You want to see it? So, no, so your I'll mom you performed on. surgery on you? And beat him like a, he, I mean, she beat like him a like mule. a rented uh, I mean, it, 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 yeah, look, if, you, if one of your kids make you have to perform surgery on another of your child, you know, you well, have to Well, it just went in underneath the skin. And back then, you know, we didn't go to a hospital or nothing, oh, no. you know. <laughs> Neither am I, Sarah. <laughs> Neither am I. So my mom just got a got a razor blade and plucked it out with a pair of tweezers and put some Mercurochrome on it. I want it noted that that was Timmy's phone, and had yeah. that been our phone, oh, well, that'd be hell to pay. Yeah. Oh, there'd be We'd hell be to pay. You well, he'd what? already paused this. It's possibly that there might not ever be another podcast episode if that wouldn't have been one of our phones. Well, you know? sure, he'd have gotten. I've had it. enough. If you guys are lucky with it, I'm going to Columbia. I'm not gonna. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Charles, what do you think of this douchebag? He already said we're ready for shout-outs now. I'm, d- I'm, oh, God I'm done with his ass. All right. Done with his ass. Um, shout-outs, Colonel. Shout-outs. All right, let's see. He has a new shout-out list. He is the liaison for customer or listener relations. The ris- our listener relations officer. I hope he's better at that job than his real job. <laughs> he's our LRO. Let's see. I want to first give a shout out to Norma Damaggio. She got a new job. She got a, she did. Congratulations. She got a new job. So we hope you're doing well. And we got a new photo of Elisa's uh, baby. Oh, we did. Saw, yeah. Oh, the she 3D got a full, one. How got cool a 3D is that? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got that cool. done. So cute. So cute. That is, yeah. I got that done. They all, but I don't know. Noah looked weird. Well, he's a cute oh, kid now. It doesn't matter. So he turned out good. Well, it's squishy in there. Well, yeah. yeah. So it's they not all like it's. I know. You know. It doesn't like he's it's like an auditorium or anything. It's, it's close quarters. <laughs> I I can I got that. All right. I got that. Believe me. <laughs> Just saying. I got it. All right, Colonel. Shout out. Okay, let me give some, let's start. We always start with Tasha and Ophelia. Yes. Lovely California. Tasha, yeah. Um, Sam Hildebrand, Linda Middleton, Missy Dean Horton, Britton Chris, Celine, Catherine Richardson, Teresa Slavin. The lovely Shonda and the scary Larry. The beautiful um, Shonda. The beautiful Chanda. Shonda and scary Larry. Um, Lisa and Clark Trowbridge and Diane Trowbridge and Colton, of course. Aaron Wentz, Donna Curran, Olivia Meyer, Katja, um, Kate with a K. I still got you down here with a K, Kate. Denny Mack and Byron Snellings. William Truax. It is with a C, but I put it on here just to spite the woman because she she bossy. She's graduating this weekend. I know. Kate is graduating this weekend. Congratulations, Kate. Yes. 
Amber Anderson and my oh I got to give a shout out to my little nephew Lucas who's going to be turning uh to this this uh this Saturday I'll be at his birthday party. So Gina Spillane, Trixie of course, Sydney and Michael. Michael, good luck with your background check. Um we're all holding our breath. Yeah. I'm glad it ain't me. Donna Hellman, Laura O'Reilly, Gabby Lewis, Allison Moon, Bond. Gene Bond. Dave Lampier, Maggie, our Nobel, our Lord, Poet Laureate, Porto Dweebs, Christine. Bushwa. And Katie, who did a public speaking yesterday, and I'm sure it was excellent, Katie Moorhead. I hope she has more supportive people around her than I do. Whatever. What, what are you talking about? Continue about her public speaking. What? I said I hope that she has people around her who are supportive. We're supportive of you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Continue. Mary Ray, Andy Valley, share. me and Devil love when you public speak. Uh-huh. Continue. We people, do. We do. People looking around like, what the fuck is he saying? Because they come to us and say, what did he just say? You know what, you know what Tim needs? Remember how Obama used to have that anger, anger, transla- tra- anger, anger translator? translator? Yeah. That's what Timmy needs. Timmy needs Appalachian translator. He does. It, but you know, I know it real well because it's very similar to my my stepdad's. It's a North Carolina Tennessee hybrid mix. And no, it's not. Yeah, it is. It, my my dad says the same thing. Will the hill? You don't know if he's talking about what's on the bottom of your shoe or something you run up. So Keith Frosty, Becky Mitchell, Vicky Ann Wallace, Nick and Molly, of course. Neil Eagleton, Tracy Busby, Allie, Little Allie, Ned. I I. I Bought her in the auction, got to talk to her the other night, PM'd her. She's a very interesting young lady. Yeah, she's a beautiful young lady. She is. She's but she's very smart, very interesting. So TJ, of course, Robin Sanchez, Carlene Madison, Aaron uh, Fowler. I just want to say TJ, he's having a uh, he's having a rough week, and uh, we just want to think we're thinking of you, TJ. We are, but TJ posted the thing about the guy uh, getting busted for sexually abusing a chicken. So I want to thank him for that. Oh yeah, that was kind of makes my that day. was great. But um, yeah, but you can't turn it. You can't fuck the chicken, but you can turn it into chicken nuggets. That's okay. TJ's our buddy. We love having him on the page. Anna Girl Lion, who I shouldn't even give a shout out to because she betrayed me. Um, Jody Wells. Uh, let's see. Helene, Joey King, Lindsay Ng, Trish Lawton, Stephanie LeVaron, Zach Fish, I think I got. Um, let's see who we got. Recommendante. Nancy Jalapeno, Papa. Jennifer Hawkins, Tara Chinchilla, Chicago Lindsay McMillan. Getting ready for that uh, Iron Man she about to do. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I know. Um, we are such pieces of shit. Now we get down here to the Colonel crew, Angie Paul, lovely Nicola and Ali and Char- Charlie, my three counselors, Sarah Bloom, of course, Jim Burdock, Karen, lovely Karen Barnes, beautiful Karen, Janet Fitzgerald, Francis Darton, Jess, Jess Williams out in Chicago. She probably hates being called Jess, but I, I like to name Jess. Amanda Bocciball. Shannon, Tiffany, Monica D'Agostino, Angela Cobes, Radika Smith, beautiful little Fallon, our mascot, Liz Keating, Jen Wicks, another admin, Rachel Marie Flynn, who is doing much better, and we are, we are going to be doing some Facebook Live stuff with her probably if she has a surgery. So Jennifer, um, Donna Hellman, 
Maja, beautiful Maja from Poland. Jamie Tarantino, the beautiful and talented. MJ Howard, who's a our hospice nurse. Um, we got Clark Tro Trowbridge. Jessica Barnett and Amber Croup. Danielle Fredrickson, M. Waterfall, Susan Angles, John Gray, um, Kirsty Ramsden, of course, Erica Clemens, Cheryl Causey, um, some new listeners here, Timmy, Denise Palmer, Jasmine Chapin Whitney, and Shelly Garrett. We'd like to give a shout out to them. Um, and that is my three columns. So the next one we do, we will be doing three more columns. So if we didn't get you today, we will get you the next time. Okay. We want to give a shout out to my mom. No, we, that's my three columns. Today. Okay. All right. Now we're getting into the lovely happy birthday to you, Lady Beverly. I will, I will, uh, send you a picture with, uh, balloons and stuff and a cake and wine and champagne and a boat. Um, and a Corvette. Also, well, and, and I want to say something. Um, just no. For, well, Quiet woman. So people know. Shut up. So people know um, we had a listener that was going to China to pick up a little girl. Oh, Amber, yes. And Amber, and um, she got her. They have her. Awesome. Congratulations. And evidently she is just full of fire. Um, so we are very, very excited and, and happy to welcome, to welcome is it Anna Rose? I don't remember. I can't, and I'm Elisa can't look it up Rose, fast maybe. enough. Yeah, but we'll anyway, we'll we want to welcome right. whatever her name is. She's gorgeous, and I love her, and we want to welcome her to our little twisted family. Yeah. So, oh, and two I forgot to grab Trisha Crim, Trisha Crimwinkle, Cream Puff, Crimposky, mm -hmm. um, bagpipe player, and a policeman. Yes. Interesting. And Susan Capitano, because um, I, I skipped them before. And the lovely Lady Beverly, we want, hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful birthday. And finally, last, but first in all of our hearts, the lovely Miss Dottie. Miss Dottie Scott, could you get off your phone and say hello to your mother, Timmy? Yeah, I'll see Quit her tonight. sexting while you're saying hello to your mother. No, I will see her tonight. Brandy, uh, where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group, History Dweeves the Podcast. Um, or you can uh, follow us on Twitter at History Dweeves One. Uh, you can follow Brandy at Brandy Vinay. That's V E Brandy V E N N A. Uh -huh. Right? On Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. And you can follow the Colonel at Hawk Waters. And you can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. We appreciate all your kind reviews. All you guys have been so awesome. And um, that's all for now. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.